When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve extravaganza. Thank you, Donna. I like the way that sounds. We just got. We just changed the 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 promos for the show. It's a fluid situation. Uh, but they're gonna keep running up our bill if we have to send it to the voiceover lady, well, and then she has to do the Donna extravaganza. She's, she's fine. Don't worry about it. Have you spoken with her to see if she's fine, Donna? I don't think I've ever met her. Nor have I. She uh she is a mythical creature. The lady who does the uh, the Donna and Steve show. We don't. We've never seen. I don't know what she looks like. She's a unicorn. She is a unicorn. Rocco, anything you want to add? You've talked uh, with her. Her name is Zoe. What she, up, Zoe? Uh, she's an actress turned uh, yoga instructor turned what? mom of two. Oh, and so. uh, she's very nice. Does she live here? Yeah, at one point she lived in Hawaii because her husband like flew helicopters and stuff. I thought she lived in California. Nope, she's from here. Really? Was, uh, yeah. We Dan, could meet her. Buddy, do you mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's Has she been cool. into our building before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. Wait, 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 wait. Is that where <laughs> she, she records this stuff? Yeah. Are you being serious <laughs> or coy? Because you keep saying the same intonation. Well, yeah. 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 For a while, yeah. she lived here. Then she lived in Hawaii. Now she's back. And she uh, would come yeah. into the building to record things. Still. Yeah. Let's yeah, get it. let's quit with these yes. These yes are confusing. We're gonna me. change your name to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's cool. She might she might be out there listening. She likes our station. Oh my gosh, I want to meet her. Let's do it <laughs> after COVID's done. <laughs> okay. okay, great. Yeah, sounds you, good. Right. Um, hey, last night on a whim, I decided to watch Kid Ninety which is the name of the Soleil Moon Fry documentary that is on Hulu. It's so interesting, the things that you choose to watch. To me. Thank you. I'll hang <laughs> up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, I don't know why it grabbed me. It said Kid 90, and I was like, and it was about growing up as a teenager in the 90s. And the pitch for this was that Soleil Moon Fry, similar to Val Kilmer with his recent documentary, he uh she recorded a ton of stuff she just recorded things she had a camcorder of course everybody was very enamored wait is that a camcorder does that do audio too here let me see the other side of that what's it look like in there oh cool and she documented a lot of home videos of her life growing up and of her famous friends growing up and at parties with these famous friends and hangouts and road trips etc and she also 
recorded a lot of uh, diary entries. She kept her diaries from the time that she was younger. She even kept recorded voicemails, old voicemails from friends. And that is what piqued my interest was knowing that this would be a, you know, kind of a peek inside, not the PR version of what people wanted you to see in the 90s, but a, a, a peek inside. So in the documentary, Soleil Moon Fry sits down and talks with some of her famous pals, uh, David Arquette, Mark Paul Gosseler from Say by the Bell fame, Brian Austin Green or Bag from 90210, who, by the way, it looks like he's gotten some work done around his who eyes. Who has? Which one? Brian Austin Green. Oh, really? That's how it looked to me. I am not a plastic surgeon. Uh, but they were looking back on it. Here's what was really troubling. At the end of the documentary, they bring up eight images. And it is of eight of her friends who have died. <gasps> Several, a couple by uh, by suicide. Oh, my gosh. Several, I believe, by drug overdoses. And she is recounting, listening back to... For instance, old voicemails from, do you remember the actor Jonathan Brandis? I don't. Um, you might if you Googled him. Jonathan Brandis, his his look might re- sort of help you to recall some things. He was in NeverEnding Story Part 2. He was in the show Sequest, DSV, which I really watched and, and liked as a kid in like the mid-90s. Yeah, he looks familiar. And, sure. uh, and he ended up... Uh, taking his life in 2003 so part of this is her recounting like listening to the voicemails hearing were they hurt were they reaching out in the midst of these voicemails were there signs that i didn't see in the moment all of that so so they're really like high highs of hey it's punky brewster and her ascent to fame there but then she also really details the uh the, the the emptiness of some of that fame as well and i have to sneeze Okay. While Steve is sneezing, I will say words like these. Those were good ones to say. My sneeze is done. <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting. It's only about an hour and six minutes, seven minutes, something okay, like that. Okay. So it moves pretty quickly. But there is a there's a lot of a lot of footage, including the fact that do you remember she was romantically involved with what was his name? Danny Boy O'Connor, who was the lead singer i guess you would call him that rocco of house of pain you remember jump around oh wow jump around she was dating him still play that all the time in wisconsin oh for sure like at football games yeah yeah and he now is living in uh tulsa oklahoma in a, a a a home of humble means and she went and reconnected with him after 20 years. Oh, wow. And, you know, she's doing up-to-date interviews, too, with, you know, uh, David Arcad and, and Mark Paul Gosler, Brian Austin Green, a couple other friends whose names are escaping me at the moment. But it's on Hulu. It's called Kid 90. Um, so if you were a Soleil Moonfry fan or a Punky Brewster fan, you might uh, you might enjoy this. Kid 90. Kid 90 on, on Hulu. Hulu. And I think okay. it came out last year. I remember talking about it uh, coming, you know, that it would be coming out at some point, but I did not realize it had been released. Yeah. Okay, Kid 90 on Hulu, it's going on the list. It continues to remind me there are a lot of people who have lived a life of fame in Hollywood, and it is a broken record. But boy, it just sounds like there is, when we look at and see them in tabloids and on TMZ and on the cover of People magazine, it is easy to take the bait and think that that is a glamorous life, and you hear from these people, and there is often this external prosperity, 
and this internal poverty of like emptiness sure. and sadness and it's just really sort of jarring i'm gonna check it out yeah, you should. um also i checked out a docu-series on playboy called secrets of playboy it's a 10-part a and e um docu-series and it just basically shows the dark side of the lifestyle that hugh hefner you know, sought to embody. It's really uh, yeah. interesting because you hear from mm. people that work for him in the 70s and the 60s. You hear from his wife. Um, is it Holly Madison? Is that her name? Yes. You hear from it her. Crystal was his last wife. Oh, Crystal. Crystal something or another. He never married Holly Madison. Okay, so she he was, oh, so somebody was watching The Girl Next Door. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. <laughs> well, they, um, they, she talks about it and, and talks about how it's this cult-like aura. And, you know, he was supposed to be like this big progressive guy doing these, uh, you know, have, you know, expressing sexual freedom and 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 feminism when in reality it wasn't quite that. You hear from a girl who grew up in the uh, in the mansion as a little girl. She oh. was living in there oh, and witnessing some of this stuff. She wrote a book. So anyway, it's very interesting. This one uh, is on A&E if you want to check it out. There's only two episodes, I think, that have been released so far. That is all. When we come back. Looks like more trouble for Spotify. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment boy this wordle today uh, is it tough for you I've gotten every letter right except the first one <laughs> but you mean you have describe your colors on on wordle and what guess are you on I I'm done I I didn't get it no I'm so on the third guess, I had every letter right except the first one. So I changed the first letter three more times and Wait failed every Wait time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that you had, let's say, gray, green, 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 green? Yes. And then you... Four times. <gasps> Donna, you... Four you times. Take, if you take that, if you take that, and show them the letters. Don't you, not just the colored blocks. If you take an actual screen grab of that, okay, and you go to an ER and show them that picture, they'll put you in immediately. <laughs> that is alarming. Did you do it today? I, I did do it today. Okay, can I send it to you? Yes, please. I would love for you to. I, you I will understand, see. Steve. You have to give I me. I hope the... so. I hope there's something I'm missing. Okay. I'm trying to think of how many, if you have the final four letters, how many available words are there that accessible well, words? there are turns four. Out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. You get I it? See. Okay. Because what happened is you got, it's almost a blessing and a curse in that uh, on your third guess on Wordle, you had... Gray, green, 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 green. <laughs> and so then you're just, you're 
those are words. All I'm doing is trying. It. So it's a word that rhymes with the next word, the next word. That I picked all of them yes. except the one which I'm assuming oh. is. Um, here, look at me. Hold on. I got to put bring you up here. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, did the one letter. Oh, bugger. The Donna. one letter I didn't pick. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, play Wordle with us. Yeah, it's, it's fun, fun, guys. Super fun. Okay, we've got to talk about Spotify. Uh, looks like Joni Mitchell has joined her friend Neil Young in taking her music off of Spotify. And if you are not familiar with this story, it was Neil Young who pulled his music to protest COVID-19 misinformation that has been heard on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan is a big get for Spotify. And he said that he would like to encourage other artists to do the same. He doesn't expect it, but Joni Mitchell pulled her music and she has removed all of it. And she said, irresponsible people are spreading lies that are costing people their lives. So she also said, I stand in solidarity with Neil Young and the global scientific and medical communities on this issue. Meanwhile, um, Spotify has lost $2 billion as stocks plummeted because of the artists pulling their music. Hmm. Um, also, Brene Brown, the popular podcaster, uh, she said that she is not going to be releasing any new podcasts on Spotify for the time being. Harry and Megan, I guess, have expressed their concerns with Spotify as well for some original programming that they are doing. So, all of that stuff is out there. Joe Rogan did respond to the controversy, and I'd like to see what you think about it. Okay. Because uh, I thought it was a even-handed response, and maybe maybe not what you would expect from Joe Rogan. Because I thought very likely he might just say, buzz off. I'm going to keep doing my thing, and if you don't want to play your music here, that's okay. They're still going to keep me here. Um, let me start with this. He does. He he did address. He put out a video on Instagram. At one point, he did say he does have a problem with the term misinformation because the quote is: "Many of the things that we thought of as misinformation a short while ago is now thought of as fact, including some that are not being promoted by the mainstream media, including the effectiveness of vaccines against contracting the virus. There was a lot of doubt early on with that. The effectiveness of cloth masks." So it sounds like he's still trying to defend a little bit of like there needs to be room for a contrarian opinion if, as we've realized that people have learned information has changed throughout the course Mm -hmm. of this pandemic. Like the CDC, remember everybody, they did tell us at the beginning not to wear masks, like that wouldn't help. And now it's like mask up Minnesota, you know the whole thing. And so there's some room for that. But here's what he went on to say. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If there's anything that I've done that I could do better, it's having more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. I would most certainly be open to doing that. And I would like to talk to some people who have differing opinions on the podcast in the future. I do all the scheduling myself, and I don't always get it right. Um, He said he's a fan of both Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and isn't mad at the former for starting the wave of artists pulling their music. He said, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. I most certainly don't want that. I'm a Neil Young fan. Um, He then reiterated a couple of times his promise to have more opinions on his show mm-hmm. and to research the topics more closely and to have the pertinent fact at hand. He said that he never tried to be controversial and expressed amazement at how a podcast of me talking to some friends grew into some sort of out-of-control juggernaut that I barely have control of. He went on to say, this is Joe Rogan, I pledge to balance out the more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspective so that so um, so many that we can find a better point of view. I don't want to just show the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions on all topics and not just COVID. My point was to create interesting conversations and ones that people enjoy. And if I've pissed you off, I'm sorry. And if you enjoy the podcast, thank you. And he also thanks Spotify for being supportive amid the controversy, um, as well as the haters who he said spur him to reassess what Uh, what he's doing and to put things into perspective and he said i think that that's a good thing too i also think that he responded in that way because spotify lost 2.1 billion dollars there could certainly be that's a reasonable (laughs) thought that there was some backstage pressure of like hey this is a problem and we're paying you a lot of money but we're not paying you as much money as we just lost yes yeah so i mean that's reasonable. Like yesterday, I think it was not yesterday, excuse me, Friday when we were talking about it. One of the things that I thought of was the guests that he has on, he'll have a doctor on, but a doctor with an opposing view or, or a doctor that aligns with his thoughts on vaccines. So the fact that he'll bring in, a you know, somebody with an opposing opinion or knowledge is good yeah maybe it would be cool if you had two voices on the same so and it by the because the topics won't always be about covid but even in that situation if you had someone with maybe a contrarian point of view who was who had smarts and then someone with a mainstream point of view who had smarts and let's hear a long-form discussion between the two because he says a lot of people have distorted perceptions of what I do based on sound bites or headlines of articles that are disparaging without listening to you know the hour or two hours mm-hmm. having them all on there at the same time might be like a panel. An interesting yeah, thing for yeah. sure anyway all right hey money Monday's coming up next uh, is Tom Brady retiring he better not retire before Saturday tell you why next celebrating our seniors this Valentine's Day sneaking up on us we're gathering Valentine's for our friend Liz and all the other seniors in the little brothers friends of the elderly program so send your Valentine to my talk by February 8th We'll get them delivered. Help my talk share a little love. Visit mytalk1071.com, keyword Valentine's, to learn more. Okay. Speaking of Valentine's, here's mine.
Donna Valentine. I get it. Every day is Valentine's Day on this show. Very fun. Thank you. I'm looking for your Money Monday open. Here it comes. Come on, uh, come on now. Let's talk some money. money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Hey, everybody. Actually, uh, Donna came bearing... Donna, do you want to leave the why Tom Brady can't retire just yet story? Otherwise, I can. You do it. Okay, I thought that this is uh, very, very interesting. A uh, report broke over the weekend that Tom Brady plans to retire, but then... Other folks started saying, hey, 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 not so fast. His agent said, look, Tom, we'll talk about this, uh, whether it's accurate or inaccurate, in his time at the right time. Then a report saying he had spoken to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and said that he had not yet made a decision whether or not he would retire. Tom Brady Sr., Tommy's dad, said my son has not made a decision about retiring just yet. Maybe there's a reason why the retirement suddenly became even more unofficial. The official word uh, is this. If in Brady's contract, apparently, it states that he will receive $15 million from his $20 million signing bonus on February 4th. If he retires before then, he doesn't get it. Oh. So mark your calendars for February 5th. When Tom Brady retires. (laughs) When Tom Brady might be making. In announcement. Okay. And why is his dad talking about it? That's weird. Well, because they reached out to his dad. Oh, okay. okay. He wasn't just like, hey, guys. I don't think he just jumped on the gram. No, there, there was a local news station that reached out. Hey, what do you know? Is Tom retiring? Hey, I, I, my son's not retiring. Not until February 5th. Boy, could you imagine? Like, if, if you're Tom Brady's camp and then you're thinking, how did this report get out? And does this mean that I could possibly, is this going to jeopardize? Fifteen million dollars. I know he's loaded. Fifteen million. No, is still I mean that's a lot of money. Million. Yeah. I mean, good golly, Miss Molly. Totally. No. Okay. Bye, Tom. No, Tana. It would be sad to see Tom Brady retire. Give someone else a chance. He still did. <laughs> he still did great uh, this year. He led the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns. He's forty-four. He would be 45 next season. He has said at times that he feels like he could play until he's 50. So that actually this announcement came as a bit of a shock to the sports world. It felt like he's got at least one more year in it because he had also targeted 45 as a as a sort of destination for mm-hmm. his football career. So I thought he had one more year that he would go about it. But clearly uh, that did not turn out to be the case. No. Mm. Ask me a question like, well, wait, how is Tom Brady going to make money when he retires? Something like that. Okay, wait a second. What is it, Donna? What is he going to do? Like, what? where do you think his, will he have a career? Will he just be quiet? Do you think he'll broadcast? Thanks for asking. You're welcome. According to the Morning Brew newsletter that I subscribe to, I don't get paid, that's just a plug. He is going to be doing a few different things that should keep him doing well. Uh, Let's start with TB12. Are you familiar with TB12? No. It is an age-defying Brady co-founded wellness company. He got this going with his quote-unquote body coach, Alex Guerrero in 2013. Donna, do you have a body coach? I need one. Thank you. (laughs) 
Uh, TB12 is going to make it's already made him a lot of money and it will continue to make him money. You know, kind of like there's the Jordan, there's the Jordan brand. Michael Jordan's still making money long after he stepped away from basketball, but you still get his logo on the Nike Jordan shoes and all that. It's not at that level. I'm not suggesting that, but it's going to be a thriving standalone business, TB12. Another way, uh, Brady has apparently launched a clothing line called the Brady Band. Brady, Brady brand. And they sell technical apparel for training and living, Donna. Do you have good training clothes? Mm, no. I would like to really step up my training clothes. There again, places that I look like a bum. Most places and the gym. Some people really put some outfits together. I know. And I'm like, Jeez. why? You're just going to sweat in them. Yeah. All you need is some, you know, what, what? do you call them? What do you call those pants? Like leggings, you know, okay. and a big T-shirt. Call it a day. It's not a fashion show. It is. It is. At Lifetime Fitness, it feels like it is. I walk it's in there like, and I'm get like, get over yourself, you know. Club. By the way, I saw the owner of Lifetime Fitness oh, walking yeah? through Lifetime no the other way. day, my location. They drop off. It's like a, a His suburban. name is My Location? That's nice. Donna, that's so funny. <laughs> I like that you said it. Hey, location. Hey, here no. comes Mr. Cation. Oh, she's doubling down. First name Milo. <laughs> I thought it would have stopped Wait, by now, where? too, friends. Okay. Where? <laughs> At my specific Get place. Get his location. Very yeah, good. Yes. Good no, stuff. the further explanation is actually enriching <laughs> the power of the punchline. His name is Baram Akradi. Okay. He's worth some $50 million. He uh, he owns all the lifetimes, all of them. They're all over the place, and you know, he owns them all. And he walked through ours the other day, dropped off in like a suburban, and then he and three other guys are with him. And I was just like, they're walking through entourage. and looking at things and pointing at things. And I was like, bro, check out my chest. That happened to me once when I was at Disney World. Michael Eisner really? was just like walking by, and I was like, well, that's cool. That is kind of fun. I think he was checking out a new ride. That's really fun. Thanks, Steve. How else will Tom Brady make money after retirement? He's also <laughs> involved in crypto, Donna. I don't want to talk about it. Brady and his wife, Giselle Bunchen, mm. have taken an equity stake in the fast-growing crypto platform FTX. He also co-founded an NFT company mm. called Autograph. Which recently raised $170 million. That is a little bit of non-fungible token. Is that thing fungible? No, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. No, it's not. Second thought, maybe it's fungible. Let's ask Donna and Steve. Time to talk non-fungible tokens with (laughs) NFT experts Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. <laughs> the units of data. They make the tickets chatter, that's him, my friend. I'll tell you, women and men, it's those non-fungibles. Runs with launchables. Tokens NFT. <laughs> Again, Tom Brady has co-founded an NFT company called Autograph, which recently raised $170 million. Wow. Hit me with the outro. Oh, let me find it. Hold on. Hmm. I don't know where it is. I can't be bothered. I don't know where it is. Come on, just hit it. 
It's funny, there was a, uh, I think it's a comedian who did this. There was some kind of joke about NFTs at, and if someone brought one to an antiques roadshow mm-hmm. <laughs> to like appraise them. Right. It's something on Twitter. It's a guy named Sean Burke. Burp. That also sounds funny. Two pretty funny things in a row that don't need like a lot of context or explaining. <laughs> the last way that Tom Brady's going to be making money if and when he retires, which we think is going to be on Saturday. Um, in 2020, Tom launched the content company 199 Productions, which is a reference to his selection as the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL draft. You know, Brady was passed over, Donna, by every single team six rounds in a row. Why do you think? He wasn't that great of a prospect, and then he came in and just became so much better than anyone ever would have thought. He'll be a Hall of Famer, right? Oh, my word. I mean, that was a dumb question. The dumbest, maybe, ever. I'm going to go crawl. No, 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 Donna. No, No, I do think. So track that down. Do we keep track of hot takes? (laughs) Donna thinks Tom Brady will make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, he's the greatest of all time. I've, I yeah. I hated him early on because he would beat my Pittsburgh Steelers all the time. He's just great, and he's like a team player. He always says the right thing, cares about the team, works super hard. That's why I got the book, the Audible book, mm-hmm. called It's Better to Be Feared, all about the uh, New England Patriots, Patriots dynasty. I just want to learn more about it. Okay. I can't learn anything anymore? Why don't you get his book on, on nutrition? Donna. What? Rude. <laughs> what do you want me to buy? Is, is this because of the picture said, that I posted? No, you said you wanted to lose weight. He eats very clean. <laughs> I had mahi dinner last night in Brussels sprouts, Donna. All right, all right. Okay. Unbelievable. If you're just tuning in, this is fat shaming live on my talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just know you're, you you know, you respect I would, him. I know. I'm thinking about doing a watermelon cleanse. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, <laughs> I really, my God. Why can't I do a cleanse? Why do you have to just eat better? That takes too long. I'm it, just looking to lose three to five quick belly pounds. Steve, you remember when you cut out creamer and you dropped seven pounds in five minutes? Yes. Just do that. Just cut have something more... out. No. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, wait. I will cut something out. Yeah, if I just eat watermelon <laughs> right. for three days. That's oh, so you're... not good for you. I don't know. That could be good. Okay, not a doctor. Uh, I think it could be good for you. It's a lot of water. It's fruit. It's not like I'm saying, hey, guys, I'm going to go on a three-day bread bender. Okay. I know, but you're depriving your body of other nutrients. Hey guys. Okay. We got uh Okay. Dr. what is it? Sanjay Gupta from CNN joining <laughs> us now. It's the Dr. Oz and Steve show. Unbelievable. Oh, I'm just trying to help you. Don't be so unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. All right. Uh oh my gosh, the show is almost over. How did that happen? Mm. Guess what? There's a new wordle. Oh god. I think it's called 
Tellurdle. No, <laughs> we've jumped the shark with Wordle. Oh, I'll tell you about it. It's oh, fun, gosh. especially if you're a T Swift fan. That's coming up next on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. There is a new Taylor Swift themed Wordle game. Okay. Created by someone named Hannah Park. And then slightly modified by uh, the Holy Swift podcast. Oh, and it's basically the like from lyrics of her songs. Mm. By the way, it's called Taylordle. Okay. All right. I'm on it right now. Okay. I just tried two guesses. Okay. First guess was scarf. Um. So it's it's basically the same thing, but just Taylor Swift themed. Okay. Tailored for Taylor. That's fun. So. Ooh, I'm not doing too bad here. You're not. I'm doing okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, I think I'm. Uh, oh. I no, know. really. Oh. Um. Hmm. And if you're not playing Wordle, get on it. It's fun. It I, is very fun. I have a friend who said. I got it. Shut your on face. the third guess. All right, you've got to take a picture and... Oh, my god! Did gosh. you really? I did. And oh, you know man. Me. I don't love... I'll take a picture of what it. I put in. Oh. I got one letter. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I got I it. I can't believe you got it while we're live on the air. It's unbelievable. I started it... When you started talking about the story, I started Googling <laughs> Taylordle. Really? Check out, check it out, Donna. What does this mean? What is this word even? I don't even know. I don't. Well, I mean, I know the word is. I may I be overthinking it. Okay, let's see. Steve's Taylordle. Um, hmm. Oh my gosh, How about that's that? great! I'm a genius. How do you even know to put that word in there? I just saw that there was a duplicate of one letter, and so I thought, oh, if the other letter is in this locked position. There's only a couple other places, really, that it would likely be. But I can't believe that you got that word. And I can't believe it either. Don't say no, things. No, 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 no. Don't say. No, listen. Anyway, that's a very important okay. part of one of her albums. It's a character. Oops, said too much. Donna. Well, today's a practice run for everybody. Wow. Look, we I'm can... so mad at you. Well, we won't spoil Wordle ever. But we can't be held hostage by Taylordle and Loodle and Caboodle <laughs> and Girdle. I can't. We have a limit. Okay. There is no Girdle. That was my idea. And it's, what was it? Is just the word Girdle every time? <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> or is it all about shape-altering support? <laughs> it has to be things. something that has to do with the need for wearing a Girdle. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you know. Myrtle. <laughs> but like spank couldn't be it for a singular of spanks. No, but you could use the X. Spanks. Oh, is that how you spell it? S-P-A-N-X. Yeah. I would like to wear a spank one day. I am pretty much headed down that road myself. <laughs> <laughs> like either on the reg. Start wearing spanks or start buying looser clothes. I have two options. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go I'm gonna get in sometime this afternoon a really good 45-minute fat burn downstairs. I just you. read about watermelon stuff, by the way. Somebody said, Steve, please don't do it. Liberace uh, did many watermelon cleanses, and it caused anemia. 
in him. But I'm reading other things that are, you know, a little, hmm. you know, it's like eating one watermelon a day. Um, but they, that you then don't get your dietary source of protein. Exactly. And, yeah. And then you're hungry. Mm. But at least you, what if you carved a watermelon at the beginning of the day? Okay. And then you just had this big Tupperware of watermelon. Okay. And you're like, all right, whenever I'm hungry, I'm going to get that watermelon. I'm what? not going to do it. You know what? I got a lot of shrimp. You know me and my shrimp cleanses. I got a lot of shrimp. Okay. And Listen, I got here's an tuna. idea for you. Okay. Just eat well for a week and eat a lot of watermelon too. It'll keep you full. You know, I think if I did the chicken and broccoli thing, which I could do three meals a day, I just find carbs to be delightful. My wife, you know I'm married, right? I've been married 16 years. Yeah, to Lauren. (laughs) My wife, Lauren, sent me a note yesterday and said, hey, I know you probably don't want anything, but I'm going to pick up some food for the kids and I'm going to stop at Jimmy John's. Okay. And I said, jeez. I said, no, I'm not going to get anything. And then all I thought about was their bread. Oh, I'm thinking about it right now. Let me ask you. Oh, gosh, I want their bread. How do you pronounce your wife's name with the last letter being exchanged for an L? Laurel. Okay. Now say it with an N the same way. Lauren. Okay, that's good. The point is this with my wife's name. Great. This is how I won the show. It is spelled L A U R E N. Yep. Not L O R E N. That has nothing to do with it. No. It's pronounced the same exact way. No, it's the not. The letter That's A what... U and the letter O are pronounced the same exact way. No, this isn't true. It is. What about L A U D? Mm, all right, that Lord. one didn't work as well in my favor. Yeah. Steve. No, but still, Lauren. People say Lauren like they round the O, the O sound to Lauren when it's it's easy. It's not Lauren. It's Lauren. Open your mouth up a little bit, Rachel. Do you even have any friends who are named Lauren? Do you even go through this? Or are you just going to be totally neutral? My sister's name is Lauren. How do you spell it? L a u r e n. And how do you pronounce it, Lauren? See, you're mispronouncing your sister's name. Her name is Lauren, not Lauren. Lauren. Are you like a, a, a big bag kind of person too? Like bagel versus bag. No, I would oh, always Steve's say gonna bag. Have a bagel. No, no, no. I would I would put a bagel in a bag, not a bagel in a you bag. You and your wife are in timeout. <laughs> I, I thought we did away with that segment. You and Lauren. Oh, jeez. Oh, she this doesn't is, know how to pronounce her own name. She no, no one knows how to pronounce that name. It's Lauren. It's not Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, Law, R, R. What else did you want to squeeze in here? I don't know. Now I'm all flustered. I'm bloated. I took Miralax a couple days ago. I don't think you're bloated. I just think you're fat. Is plopped out doesn't mean I can't keep using the bloated excuse. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We still have forty five. Here now is hey Rachel, can you pull up this audio? Do you see that there? This is audio 
of Walker Hayes halftime show in a terrible mix of the audio of the halftime show I while heard. the NFL guys are trying to break down what just happened in the first half of the playoff game. Listen to this. Opportunity or no other chance. If you play saxophones, you bet they're going to hit big plays that is hilarious. They ended up going to Boomer Esiason at one point. Somebody got fired. And it came to him, and he just said, I have no idea what any of you just said, so if I'm repeating you, sorry. But, and then he gave his critique of it, there was an audio guy who had the mix all off point, so I think they were hearing in their ears the oh. audio from Walker Hayes, whatever. Oh, all right, I'm going to go funny. do crunches. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go buy a watermelon. Oh, oh, Colleen and Bradley are fun. coming in next. Uh, is DJ Rock Lobster still here? No way. There's no way. Rocko. He left an hour ago. Rocko. Rocko. He left. Why does he even have a thing set up in his house? I don't know. What a loser. All right. <laughs> Bye. We're ending on a cheery note. Okay, Bye now.